0: And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris, and I'm Jason. And uh, how, how how you doing this week, buddy? Can you see okay? You didn't burn your eyes out or anything like that from uh, that big well, ball of fire was, in the sky that disappeared this week.
1: Well, I got a, I got a last minute notification that NASA was was adjusting things so you could look at the sun directly throughout <laughs> the entire eclipse. They were they were reducing the intensity of the sun um just just you know t- took a lot of money some satellite work i guess and so um so you could yeah, use so, your, been,
0: yeah so you so could so use your um telescope to look at the sun
1: right right and <laughs> and binoculars at the end of that and i i've been blind ever since that point awesome. um I actually told my son that and he's like okay dad <laughs> 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 all right yeah uh, yeah dad i'll look right at it sure
0: yeah, so we called this episode the Camaro eclipse because well, we we we're, we're going to talk to talk about something a little bit in in, in a minute that's going to kind of tie into this. But you were in one of the prime viewing areas in the entire country for 100% totality. How mm-hmm. was it? Was it cool or what? It was something that I will never forget for the rest of my life.
1: Oh man. It was it was the 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 the, the hour or so leading or whatever it was leading up to it where things started getting getting very dark but not dark. It just yeah. started it just seemed like it was morning all over without the sun. Yeah. And um, and we had some, fr- some friends over and then uh, just kept checking it. And next thing you know, I'm like, hey, you can look at it without the glasses because with the glasses, you can't see it. And it wasn't totality yet. Okay. It was just about there. So that's when you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. And uh, other than the obvious visual, you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just poof, it was day night. Yeah. And... Seeing standing there in my backyard, looking up and seeing that the streetlights came on, and, and well, I, I don't know, I don't know how it was where it was partial for you know there was no totality, but you know crickets came out just beforehand and the birds yep, went to sleep, and yep. just like they said it would. And then all of a sudden, I hear this, uh, and I'm like, "You're firing off guns!" What? Sweet, we can do that. So I like a dumbass ran inside, grabbed my shotgun, and came out. Because it was just towards the end of the totality, I'm like, well, you know, I want to jump in, you know, because all my neighbors are firing their their shotguns into the air, and uh, you know, Tennessee. That's that's how we do things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I fire one into the air because it's not something I normally do, but and uh, well, but before I did, I came out and my wife's like, "You just missed the best part." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And it's when the the moon moves away, and that it's, it's called the diamond or the, the ring, diamond ring. Or yes. Where, yep. Yeah, and I missed that part, so it was uh, it was. If I had to drive two hours to see it, it would have been
0: well worth it. Yeah, <laughs> I know people. A lot of people drove a lot further. But they did. They did. And I, I heard there it, was traffic jams all over the country in the path of the of totality for everybody driving down the area and then trying to get the heck out of dodge. And uh, yeah, here and, and, here in Detroit we had about eighty. They said about eighty two percent. So. Uh, we had all our glasses on. We were out at work, so like you said, it, it the the point leading up to that was like it was um, not getting dark, but like almost like it was like eight thirty at night, and it was starting to get dark out, and the shadows were were kind of weird. Yeah, and, and and then the the crickets started chirping really loud, and it's like what yep. the heck. Um, it was cool. We were able to um to look at it through our our glasses. It didn't you know it didn't get dark at all, but I thought it was pretty. Darn cool, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so twenty twenty four, we're gonna have ninety nine point nine percent totality here in Detroit, and all I have to do is go as south as not even Toledo, uh, for one hundred percent. So uh, we're, we're keeping the glasses and can't wait and, for and, that.
1: And I tell you what, driving from Detroit to Toledo is going to be well worth it for that extra percent. Yeah, it it just makes all the difference in the world. So I, I, I'd probably drive up to see it when that happens, too. Of course, you know, we're all going to be a lot older then. I mean, well, how What's that, 12 seven,
0: years from now? Seven years.
1: So, what a, yeah, see? I, I'm getting so old. My math <laughs> is going bad. Oh, and before anybody starts jumping um, uh, you know, at me about firing guns into the air, I do have a, a wooded area behind my home, and I was ex- practicing extremely safe care of my firearm. There you go. And it, you was go. A, it was a it was an Aguila half- Short shell, twelve gauge shotgun shell.
0: So all it did was some pellets landed about twenty feet into the woods. Okay. So um, before we get into the the eclipse going forward, we wanted uh, (laughs) we wanted to real quick the biggest money fight in history is on tonight.
1: Yeah, we
0: promise you, we will talk about Camaro stuff. Conor McGregor versus uh, Floyd Mayweather. So we're going to make our picks here right now, and we're going to talk a little bit about it before we get into Camaro news. So if you guys want to fast forward, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this, this is a big deal, especially, you know, we've been fight fans for, Chris, you've been a boxing fan ever since Forever. you were a kid. I've been yeah. a UFC fan before it became cool.
0: Yeah. Um, what's your prediction? I'm going to, uh, okay, I want McGregor to win, but I'm pretty confident that Mayweather is going to win handily. Uh, if he doesn't knock him out, he's definitely going to win in points big time.
1: I don't, you mean like uh, go all 12 rounds?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Never going to happen. Never going to happen. McGregor does not have the stamina. He's not built for it. Okay. He will never, he will tire himself out, and then Mayweather will pop him one right in the right square in the nose, and, and McGregor will go down should it get that far.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's going to get that far.
1: You know what I think is going to happen? I think May, Mayweather is going to take a dive,
0: and we're going to go through this all over again in three months. I, I, I don't know if Mayweather's ego would let him take a dive. Um, well, he's only coming out of retirement now to get that 50 0 record. That's it. That's all he said. 50 0, he's done. But he's, in all accounts, they're saying this is a billion dollar fight. And each of them, they're saying he made 220 million for the Pacquiao fight. And he's uh, on track to make even more for this fight.
1: Actually, according to ESPN radio, 100 million for this fight, not as much. I don't know. That's that's what I heard. So. But, but here's here's the thing. If what if you could say, Okay, all right, you, you, you retired. You wanna make two hundred million dollars? Easy? Do two fights. The first one take a little bit of a dive. And then because that'll just set it up for the like the biggest re, the biggest rematch in history. Mayweather wants his vengeance. You know, and yeah. of course, you know, McGregor's gonna be Yeah, you freaking pink old bastard or whatever <laughs> he says, you know. Uh, you know, I'll I'll beat you once and I'll beat your ass again and then I'll cover you with a big pile of Karn. I don't know. Karn. Karn. I can't understand him half the time anyway. But I, I really believe that this is just a big, a big put on. It's, 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 I'm I'm the biggest boxer in the world or I'm the biggest MMA fighter in the world or I'm Dana White or I'm, I'm, um. I don't know who's managing Mayweather now. Is, I don't know. Big, the big haired guy still around? Don King. <laughs> <coughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I haven't seen Don King in a long
0: time. That's since Mike and Tyson was still fighting.
1: Somebody, somebody put their heads together and said, "Let's let's make some awesome spectacle. Let's get these guys together. They're both going to make a bunch of money. They're going to act like complete clowns at press conferences nationwide. It's it's going to be on the brink of lunacy." And then we're going to hype this up to the moon to where we're going to make a billion dollars and then we're going to make it. So if they're going to pay, pay once, they're going to pay twice. Let's make it, make it, make a way to happen for it to happen again. I think it's working, isn't it?
0: It's working. This is, this is 50% WWE. Um, yeah, the, the Mayweather Pacquiao excuse me, the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, which was of course the biggest fight ever back then. Um, if you wanted to buy that pay-per-view is 49.99. Mm-hmm. This is double. That right. this is ninety nine bucks for one single freaking fight. They're making bank, dude. They are mm-hmm. making bank, and they're probably laughing all the way to the bank. Exactly. Everybody's on the hook now, so it doesn't matter what.
1: Ha- you know what? It doesn't matter what happens in this fight. There's gonna be another billion dollar or even one point five billion dollar rematch. Why would they not? Why would they say, okay, we've made a billion? No more. Yeah. Everybody keep your money. No, this this might go two or three. That's just that's just me. Yeah. Uh, all dramatics and silly um, uh, conspiracy predictions aside, I don't know who's going to win. Again, I'm with you. I want to see McGregor win. Just, oh God, I would love to see McGregor win. I just oh
0: God, I just don't think it's going to happen.
1: I think the only way it's going to happen is if he.
0: I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know. You can't even really look at the ages of these fights. I mean, Mayweather's just almost forty-one. McGregor's twenty-nine. I, I, I don't know. And uh, Mayweather hasn't fought for two years. Uh, McGregor, when's the last time he fought? Six months ago? I, I, I don't. <laughs> uh, probably just goes out to his backyard and just beats people
1: up as yeah. they walk by.
0: I don't know. But well, we better get into Camaro stuff. or We're going to lose our listeners.
1: Yep, that's that's right. So <clears throat> so yeah. So let's see how close we. Uh, I, I got to pick one. Uh, you know what? I'll pick McGregor. I'll ju-
0: I'll just pick McGregor, and I'll pick Mayweather.
1: All right. Well, okay. see what happens. <laughs> By the time this airs, it'll be over. Right. So, all right. Let's do the Camaro stuff now. Thanks for holding, hanging in there, guys. There's yeah. just some big news we really wanted to talk about. Well, we called um, this
0: we called this episode the Camaro Eclipse, and there's a reason yeah. for that, is because the uh, what they're calling the uh, refreshed uh, 2019 Camaro was spied during the eclipse this week. Uh, our good friends over at GMAuthority.com posted some pictures this week of uh, camaro out driving and these are similar to the cars that we've seen uh previous in uh whatchamacallit the uh reports we we've talked about before so we're looking at a uh, a front end yeah, man there's, no... there's lots of lots of changes going on there lots of holes Lots of lots of <laughs> holes. <laughs> well, I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus the headlights. So yeah, yeah. there's 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 something going on there. Uh, the back end on this one is uh, camo too. So does this still got that boomerang spoiler on the back there? Yeah, yeah I think got, it does. Yeah, it's,
1: it's still got something. That's...
0: So I wonder where they caught this at. Uh, the Colorado Rockies. Is that where the Colorado Rockies? Yep.
1: They're doing better with the camouflage, though. They're really making it even harder to understand what's going on.
0: It is. Well, okay. That's what's what's going on. We we uh, kind of talked about this when we had Manny here from GM Authority, and we're we're kind of expecting to see a refreshed 2019 Camaro next year, maybe uh, prompting uh, a little bit better sales and uh, lower price. So, here's
1: something I will say about this. What's that? I'll I'll make another prediction. If you look at picture number six, and the only way you can see it is by actually clicking on the thumbnails and then looking at the title at the bottom of the little pop up window. Okay. If you look at number six, that is just way too boxed off. Number five, too. It's just way, way, way too boxed off and unfinished to be something that they're testing the front end on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I I wonder if they put
0: something there and then, well, I don't know, why would they do that? They may be testing engine longevity. They could be yeah. They could be doing anything, like like Els always said. Sometimes you see these cars, and we're testing arrow kits. We're testing we're 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 testing arrow components. We're not actually you know check, testing a car.
1: Yeah, it, it could it could be anything, but it was kind of neat that it was during the solar eclipse. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Cool. Well, I'm I'm I really wonder. Uh, I really wonder how it's gonna go. I don't know. You know. But it's 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 interesting that yeah. that, that they're that they're doing this,
0: yeah. guys. If you haven't seen these pictures, we will link them up in the show notes. To, it's on GMAuthority.com, and uh, we'll link right to that article that uh, we're talking about there. Hey, just before the
1: solar eclipse, yeah. What were you doing the week like the weekend before? Woodward Dream
0: Cruise. Wood How was Woodward, it? it was it was pretty darn cool. It's pretty darn cool. Uh, got to. Um, Hook up with our good buddy Ed and uh Lisa. And they came down and stayed over at the Troy Marriott like uh like we had for BBOMG5. Hung out there. And um went up uh to Woodward myself Saturday morning to try and beat the all the craziness and then went around the Chevrolet display. Then this this year Chevrolet had a pretty cool display. Um similar to what they normally had. Uh, the, uh, the GM, perf- not GM, Chevrolet Performance tent had the new, uh, Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 NASCAR roped off along with another, uh, ZL1 car. So that was cool. You could, um, as usual, get in, in, into all the different Chevrolet cars, including ZL1 1LEs, regular ZL1s, regular Camaros, the new Equinox, uh, the Bolt, the Volt, Trucks, um, so that was cool. They, they had this display, too, where they're comparing the beds of a Silverado against a Ford. Oh, yeah. And uh, apparently the Ford is made of aluminum? Right. So when they dropped stuff on it, it, like, pitted it and, like, even went right through. Yeah, it, it,
1: it ripped, like, ripped a hole. In, yeah. In
0: the... So they're, they're demoing that. Always good to see everybody out there at the Chevrolet display and then mm. later that day um Ed took me for a ride down Woodward in his 50th anniversary Camaro well I live streamed the entire journey to about 30,000 people <laughs> it that was great awesome it was awesome so we had a good time there we had a good time so guys if you haven't been to Woodward put it on your bucket list it was nuts it was crazy. So many cars there. I, I don't know if you heard, but Chevrolet decided not to sponsor Woodward again. They, it mm. was now the Ford Dream Cruise. So Ford stepped up, became the title sponsor now, since Chevrolet, for some reason, decided they didn't want to do it anymore. So That also meant the Camaro Corral that was normally down there at 9 and Woodward yeah, was a bunch of Fords. <laughs> yeah. So, oh well. It did It was. It was all good. It was still, still pretty much the same. Well,
1: good, good for Ford, and yeah. maybe Chevrolet just says, "Hey, we don't even have to anymore."
0: And exactly, exactly.
1: Let's let's put all our money into the, you know building cars that destroy Fords. Hey, what do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of destroying, destroy. oh, that was that was really cool, by the way, that you got to do that. Speaking of destroying. This was a couple weeks ago. We finally got a chance to talk about this. The world's quickest and fastest sixth-gen ZL1, uh-huh. Vengeance Racing. Yep. They put out this YouTube video. August 3rd, actually, is when they published it. They, I guess they took a ZL1, obviously did some tuning, took the factory blower off, put a ProCharger on it, and did a whole lot more. But it netted them uh, an ET of 958 and 152.97 miles per hour. I, I remember you had to have a tubbed car to do that. Tubbed and roll cage and, <laughs> no, and all just, that. That no, was just bolt ons. <laughs> <laughs> just about, yeah.
0: Ay, ay, ay. That's and crazy. I tell
1: you what, that 10 speed auto sounds really good. They got a lot of different camera angles and they're really capturing the sound well. That 10 speed auto sounds so much like a pro stock car. Yeah. It's you gotta you gotta watch this video if you have it and, to, and really turn it up. It's it's absolutely amazing.
0: We will link that up on the show notes as well.
1: Yeah, gosh, it was incredible. I I watched it probably thirty times.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. And then if you wanna say you
1: wanna smuggle a I don't know exotic animal into the United States, don't what do kind it, of car it. are you gonna
0: pick? Yeah, don't do it in the Camaro. You know.
1: You know, oh, don't do it in a, like a minivan or something where you can yeah. actually,
0: you know, yeah.
1: hide it. No, no, shove
0: the uh, shove a tiger into a Camaro. <laughs> you, know, you know what the funny part about this story? So, yeah, so our friend at GM Authority put this up yesterday too. So they were trying to come through the the U.S. Mexican border, and apparently they would have been waved through, except they said there was a, a discrepancy with the VIN number on the Camaro, so they just had them pull aside so they could figure it out. And when they did. They found that the guy had brought out his little baby tiger, and yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> uh, it said as for what the discrepancy was involving the 2017 Camaro's VIN, that was not reported. <laughs> that's what we want to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, because you know when I want to steal a baby tiger cub and bring it into the United States, he probably he, he's probably going to get a lot of money for it. That's, yeah. that's the deal, but. According to the article there, he he's could be facing up to 20 years in prison. Aye,
0: aye, aye.
1: Dang. So, Oops. You know, I mean, maybe you should just go back to, you know, bringing in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no you're going to smuggle something. You know, get, get something that's only going to give you like two years. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Hey, uh, stick around, everybody, because I got a contest uh, at the end of this show that you're probably going to not want to miss. Okay.
0: Uh, let's see. We have a ton of voicemails, dude.
1: Yeah, let's uh, get through as many as we can before We're that. Trying, uh, yeah. uh,
0: Any voicemails we don't get to, we will push till the next week, though. But here's the first one.
3: Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. It's Josh from Louisville. I've been meaning to call in for a while but have neglected to do so, but I wanted to thank you again, Jason, for the prize pack from the detailing tips contest, uh, some Stabil products for fuel storage, and some three products for uh, quick wax, and interior detailing. I recently tried out the Quick Wax on my new 20 with it, so I'll give it a good report there. It's not as good as the Zeno products you use on the Camaro, but definitely works great on this car. Oh, and about your Corvette, Jason, I just wanted to add, a few years ago I was at Camaro 5 Fest 4 in Indianapolis, and I was talking with Scott Settlemeyer, he commented how he goes to Camaro shows and Corvette shows all around the country, and he just wanted to say that the Camaro people are more fun. <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> You'll have a good day. Bye.
0: Thanks, Josh, for calling in. And uh, he, he's loving the products you send. And uh, Camaro people are more fun. Well, you're yeah. still a Camaro hey, person. Hey, hey, just Josh, you just you just happen to own a Corvette now.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, Josh. Uh, you know, don't don't bother entering any more contests. You're done. You're you're banned. You're banned. <laughs> I thought that you've been blackballed. No more no more winnings for you. That was good. <laughs> it's 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 funny because I'll tell you something else though. I was talking to Scott Settlemeyer. I gave him a phone call a few weeks ago. You know, and I said, Scott, you know, I, I told you, you know, just before your unfortunate health scare, um, that uh, I was looking to buy a Corvette, and uh, he's reminded me politely that I was a disciple, <laughs> Camaro disciple. <laughs> And uh, Corvette owners are indeed a different crowd. However, after I bought it and after, you know, he when he started his road to recovery, which he's still doing great, by the way, everybody, um, I called him when I was talking to him. I said, you know, I, I did eventually buy that Z06. And I said, you know what? I, I like it more than I thought. And he says, well, that may come with maturity. <laughs> so what's that tell you about Camaro people?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I think th- that might have been his way of saying you're, you're getting old, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And it's so. funny that I'm insulting Camaro people on my Camaro show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all Thanks, good. thanks for
0: calling in, Josh. Let's, yeah. let's move to the next one here.
2: Hey, guys. It's Bob in Vegas. I was just calling to uh, talk about I was recovering from uh, this past weekend. We had CamaroCon. And I will tell you, what an amazing uh, event that Lisa Camaro uh, Matt put on out there and his friends did. They did a great job uh, uh, for a first annual event. Uh, over 360 cars turned out. It was so amazing to see such a great community come together, to have fun. People weren't overreacting. They weren't doing crazy burnouts or smashing into crowds. It was a lot of fun and making friends, and uh, what a really good time it was. So uh, props. uh Matt and uh, Jason, you would be good to know, are uh, glad to know that they didn't play old spark music. Uh, it was actually kind of modern music, none of the same old car show songs. It was uh, quite refreshing, actually. Um, the other reason I called guys is um, you guys were talking about last week the GM Authority sales, or not the sales, but the GM Authority guy was there talking about the sales of the sixth gen uh, and touching on that kind of stuff. And while I agree with some of the points, I also think that people just have hesitance to change. The fifth gen was such pent up need. You know, we had that lapse where we were between Camaros, uh, didn't have any for a while. Fifth gen kind of filled that wave of uh want and that learning or that yearning for yesteryear. Um and it filled that need and a lot of guys are satisfied with that. The sixth gen is just filling a whole different segment. And I think a lot of people are just not willing to accept the change or they don't care because they got that need or that itch scratched when they got that fifth gen car. But the sixth Camaro uh, Jen, is just such an amazing machine. I think it's uh, it's great. Anyway, I'm kind of mumbling and rambling today because I'm kind of sunlight and wore out from CamaroCon and the long drive from Vegas down there, but it was a great time, and uh, I just want to tell everybody, go pick up a 6-Gen if you have the means and you thought about it. You wouldn't be disappointed. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Take care.
1: Bob from Vegas. Thanks, Bob. Bob, great voicemail. You packed a lot in a short amount
0: of time, and yes. we appreciate that. Yeah, totally. Uh, just to recap, <clears throat> he was at CamaroCon Uh, Which was in uh, Southern California, put on by our buddy uh, Matt from Lethal Camaro. They had over three hundred and sixty cars there, and they didn't—they didn't didn't play oldies music.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was—I was just at Cars and Coffee just a couple hours ago here in Nashville. Did you keep on dancing? uh, They didn't. They were were playing another one of the oldies songs that that we forget to mention because they only play that maybe once every twenty minutes instead of once every ten. Oh, okay. uh, I can't remember what it was, but I was, it, and it wasn't just they because Cars and Coffee they don't have like a central. But there was a like a hot rod ice cream truck there, and it was playing Oldies music, and and uh, I walked by I'm like, oh that one too. Yeah, uh, jeez. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's Okay.
1: It's okay. Great yeah. uh, voicemail. Thank yeah, you.
0: Thanks for calling. Let's, let's move on to the next one. We got we got some more here. Oh, this is
2: Donald Trump. I just wanted you to know that I watch your show on Fox News. So, you are very high on my list of people to hire as a president. Thank you very much. It's Postal Day. Oh, really? communications leader of the Trump team.
3: And I am here to say, Kim
2: Jong-un is... I'll talk you guys later. I decided to try my Trump impersonation. And uh, this is President Trump
0: signing up. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say uh, to that one. <laughs> po-
1: postal Postal Trump um, started to sound like.
0: Postal Trump.
1: Started to sound like. Uh, uh, God, he sounded like one of the previous other presidents. Um, I can't think of what, what it is. HW? No? No, no, a long time ago. Um, oh, you know what? I, I, you're gonna get it. Think, you know, the signing up, uh, Donald Trump signing up.
0: Um, I am not a crook. (laughs) Oh, Richard Nixon.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, PD. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. If you guys wanna imitate uh, Donald Trump or actually talk about Camaro stuff, here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, let's move on here. Yeah, to the next one.
4: Hey, guys. Hey, Chris and Jason. This is uh, Sean from Oceanside. Just wanted to make a few comments uh, regarding the uh, uh, proposed price reduction on the Bates Camaro. I think... um, and the current uh, pricing on the Camaro, I think uh, a lot of the automotive journalists are kind of should be credited for where the Camaro is at now, but also should be blamed for where it's at in one sense for the pricing especially. Uh, back with the fifth-gen Camaro, there was always, you know, when they would do road tests against the Mustang or, you know, uh, you know, whatever other cars, there was always an inevitable, inevitable comparison with the BMW M3. And it always be like comments like, "Well, you know, it's not like the M3. The M3 is a true driver's car, and the M3 has a much uh, higher, uh, better uh, materials, better interior, and all that kind of stuff." Well, now you got a car with the sixth-gen Camaro that can actually beat the M3 and M4. And uh, now those same journalists who were uh, uh, ridiculing the Camaro, or even with Motor Trend, the guy when he the one uh, journalist did the uh, the whole. Redneck mullet skit. Uh, now they now they uh, bring up the fact that well gee it's a Chevy Camaro it seems like it costs a little too much well you get what you pay for. Now here's the next thing now when they come out with the base model Camaro now there's going to be the new set of whiners Wy- and criers they're going to be the people who are going to are going to complain it doesn't have all the cool options like the like the the 2SS, it's going to have 18-inch wheels with less performance-oriented tires. It won't have the uh, the touchscreen or whatever, and people are going to complain about that. They don't get all the cool stuff now. So I don't know. Yeah, I think the Camaro is a little pricey, but I think uh, uh, you know, constantly, constantly being compared with uh, more expensive cars like the BMW M3 has brought us to where it is now. So anyway. Uh, hopefully if you get the Camaro soon here, um, I'll, I'll keep you updated. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Thanks for calling in, Sean, from Oceanside. He makes good, valid points, and it's something you, Jason, have been saying from the get-go, from years ago. Every time someone would say, well, this car needs this, and this car needs this, and this car needs this, you would say what? How much are you willing to pay for it? Would you pay mm-hmm. for that? Well, I shouldn't have to, because the BMW M douchebag model has
1: this, and how much is that car? Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah, well, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I should get a BMW, but I don't want to spend that kind of money on a Chevrolet. Well, then don't get one and shut up. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not too often that I get political about this, and you may not even understand how political this is, but I will just say this. And and he's Sean, what Sean is talking about is not just the reviewers, but also people on the Internet saying the same thing. you know, I was actually sort of referencing what other people have said. The technology has given people a, a digital soapbox to stand upon, and they do that. Yep. And, and, and then they think that, and, and also because of that, they believe that because they stand on their digital soapbox, the whole world must stop and listen and agree. And if they don't agree, then everybody else is wrong. Right. And as a result... The other people that don't stand on the soapbox, or at least before they stand on that soapbox, form their opinions based on other people standing on their soapbox. So they don't even have real opinions of their own. They're just listening to the rantings of somebody else who likes to speak a little louder. And that's the way it's always been with car stuff. But never so much when it comes to modern technology in the digital age of Facebook and look at me and hear what I have to say because I'm special and all that. Yep, Totally agree.
0: Totally, totally agree.
1: Now, some of you may be sharp enough to know that I wasn't talking about just cars. Yeah,
0: but this is a car show, so it goes on. It goes on everywhere, everywhere. Yep, yep. that's all right. Cool. All right, thanks, thanks for that uh, very thought-provoking voicemail, Sean. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. I think this one would be the last one. All right.
2: Hey guys, it's Bob in Vegas. I'm on the racetrack right now. As promised, the car's finally broke in. I'm pulling up to the Christmas tree. All right. I'm going to try the know ship. This will be my second run. Go. I tried to go. give it a good time the first time. We're about to go. Here we go. Do you have a helmet? I do, sir. I'm going to 14 the last
4: time,
2: though. You want to
3: get a
2: 14? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. The tech was just checking with me about my helmet. We're about to go. Here we go. Yeah, we're coming. Racing the Hellcat. Unfortunately, I had him for a little bit. I got him on the takeoff, and we're through the line. We'll see how we did. He beat me. I did the no lift shift. I feel like I messed up a little bit going into third. Hopefully, I'm not running out of time on the phone call. I'm going to try and turn around and get my time for you guys. But that was pretty exciting. and kind of fun to give you guys a call and doing my second run over in my one LE Camaro here at the Las Vegas uh, Speedway. Nice. Uh the Hellcat's kind of taking his time. I'm like, hurry before we get hung up on. So we oh, yeah. can get hung up on, guys. Thank you. It was a great time. And uh, <laughs> hopefully we can do this again. I'm looking forward to see you all out in uh, Las Vegas uh, in the December. I got Southern Nevada Camaro Club uh, signed up. And uh, a bunch of us are coming out to see you. Wow. We're almost to the booth here for the lady. Rolling down the window. And uh, we'll see how we did. Oh, we're almost to the two-minute mark on the phone call. Thank you, ma'am. Have a good day, and it looks like I did about another fourteen four. So
0: I'm running at about hundred miles an hour. Have a good day, guys. Okay, Bob in Vegas uh, did exactly what you asked him to do many months ago. You said when you pick up that new car, why don't you just call us when you're at the racetrack? And he did just that. That was way too cool. <laughs> and he and and did did I hear him? Wait, did I hear him correctly say that he's got the whole South Nevada? Car club coming to see us at SEMA. I, I think so, but <laughs> did he say December? No, no. Oh, I, I thought he said December. Coming to see ya, not December. Oh, well, cool. Dang, there's gonna be a lot of people there. It's gonna be great. And it, Chris, why don't you tell everybody what we're talking about so they can join too? Yeah. So every every year we do a little meet and greet when we're um when we're in Vegas for SEMA, and we did we we set up another event on our Facebook page, and let's see if Facebook's working now. <laughs> I believe that's November 1st or 2nd this year. I can't remember which one it is.
1: Uh, let's see. Halloween's Monday. The 2nd. Okay.
0: I, know we got I think. Let's see. Is Facebook working now? Oh, oh, it is. Apparently, oh, the Facebook. world can start talking about dumb <laughs> stuff again. <laughs> let's see here with our event. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, at the uh, the meet and greet at the Octane Lounge. At the Excalibur Hotel on Wednesday, November first. Yes, it Wednesday, it November first it at 1st? eight p.m. Yep. The Octane Lounge. It's located upstairs in Excalibur, right across from the uh, the old buffet, or uh, right around the corner from the the Thunder from Down Under. And uh, <laughs> we we'll, we hang out eight p.m. Come as you are. Buy yourself a drink. Buy your friend a drink. We're just there to hang out, chill, and, and enjoy, enjoy the company.
1: Yep, it's always a good time. It's always fun. Great
0: conversation. So,
1: hey, great voicemails we had this week
0: too. Yeah, we got one more, but we'll, we'll push that one to next week because we are over our time limit again. And you say you have a giveaway to do? I got another give. Oh, first of all, um, Bob, if, if you're if you're listening to this, shoot me your
1: address. I'm going to send you something cool just just for calling in with that. Wow. Um. Second of all, I uh, since we talked about my Corvette a little bit earlier, I uh, got a personalized license plate for it. <laughs> that's, uh, I got approval for it. Now, here, here's my little contest. I got, a, I got a goodie bag, goodie pack for you. Uh, probably a little bit of uh, miscellaneous stuff. first person that calls in and can accurately say what my license plate is gets a prize pack. Now, here's a hint. If you know me well, you should probably be able to guess what it says. That's it. Uh, right. And if I've already told you what it is, you're exempt. Chris. <laughs> yeah, you already did.
0: You sent me the thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Cool. Cool. So everybody call in if you can remind so we're, hopefully we're not going to get inundated with all these calls just saying It says punk. It says whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to have some thought towards. Yeah. The, the if you just if you it it it's it's something that's um again, if you if you know anything about me, then you know
0: What this would be? Well, if you, I, uh, I believe if you, if you go back on previous episodes, you listed your options that you, you sent to, um, the uh, state of Tennessee. Yeah, I guess I did. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. You just pretty much made it easy for everybody. Well, they should go back and listen to our previous episodes. Then I don't know which one it was. I think it was like, was it five or six ago? I don't don't, know. Don't worry about it. That's no big deal. I don't
1: know. You just don't want to be pounded with like 100 voicemails. Nah, it's not like a mega pack. It's just going to be a cool little prize.
0: It says mega. It
1: says what?
0: Mega. Yeah. (laughs) Mega It says
1: uh, Viagra. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) Oh, there was a Z06 at Cars and Coffee, a C7 Z06, and it says... (laughs) Douchebag. It says one jury, W-O-N. Oh, God. So I'm thinking there was a nifty court case that got him yeah. a settlement.
0: Yeah. I wonder if anybody who has a Corvette just has like a license plate that just says D-bag. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, God. Cool. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll put it this way. One
1: and only one guess per person yeah. on that license plate thing. Yeah. I don't want millions of people calling in here, you know? Right. Multiple entries will disqualify all entries by that person.
0: <laughs> all right. You ready to get out of here? I sure am. We will see you guys next week for some more debauchery. I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Probably a lot more car content at this time, but I, yeah. I've been told that guys like it.
0: Or they do. Listeners like it they when do. we just kind of just banter. Yeah. So okay. we will see you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you
1: next week. See, see ya. ya.